0: This is Continuum Drag, a weekly podcast where we watch sci-fi, fantasy, and everything in between.
1: This week, Sliders, Season 5, Episode 18. Mr. LeBeau, can you see our friend? Can you see Rembrandt? Mr. Lebeau! I can't get a pulse.
0: He's gone.
1: Welcome to Continuum Drag, the podcast at the end of the slide hole. I'm Luke, here with my co-host Jordan. What's real, Jordan?
0: Yeah, you're right. That's it. We've uh, finished sliders. It feels like yeah, it feels like it's feels like it been a while with these people, although in some ways not, because I don't know who any of these characters are at the end of the show.
1: Yeah, well, we took the escape pod last episode, so we've jumped from season one of season or episode one of season five all the way to the final episode of season five, where mostly new characters were added. And it's uh, just like, uh, you know, I don't know any more about them other than new Quinn uh, dresses like he's Neo from the Matrix now.
0: <laughs> I clocked that weird long trench coat as well. That's a that's a that's a choice.
1: It's a sign of the times, I think. Uh, you, if you're in the late 90s, you're trying to grab that uh, matrix heat. Yeah. Or is it the matrix heat or is it the Columbine heat you're going
0: for? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Did you have that in high school where you weren't allowed to wear uh, long coats?
1: I don't remember specifically, but I'm sure that was probably, I'm sure they probably put an end into trench coats. Yeah. I do remember uh, some kid in my school made some sort of joke afterward and was immediately expelled.
0: Yeah, it's it was a something that, um, and rightfully so, I don't think people Zero had Zero
1: a... tolerance. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Not like now, you can do as many school shootings as you want. <laughs>
0: Jeez. We always get to these real downer conversations to start things. Why is that? Br- bring it back up. Bring it back up, Luke. Fun things. <laughs> Sunshine. Cotton candy.
1: All right. Well, Jordan, before we get into the final episode of Sliders, we're going to do a little game we're gonna recast Sliders as a major motion picture, which, mm-hmm. uh, as you know from having trolled the internet for Sliders information, the like super fans are dying for a Sliders reboot. So let's give it to them. You may be but if you think you be of course, we have Quinn Mallory first. Oh, I should note. Let me before we get this. Let me note something. As we saw at the top, a lot of characters have come and gone on this show. Uh, Jordan asked me which characters we're going to recast. I decided to pick anyone who had uh, Arturo level of episodes or more. So Arturo had 40 episodes on the show. Um, So that means we have Quinn Mallory, Wade Wells, Rembrandt Brown, Professor Maximilian Toro, and Maggie Beckett, Uh, late edition Maggie Beckett did Mm -hmm. more episodes than even Wade did. (laughs) That's bizarre. So she's maybe more canon than Wade. (laughs)
0: All the episodes I watched, uh, she hadn't convinced me she was better than a terrible actress.
1: And yet, more episodes than most of this cast. (laughs) There you go. All right, well, so let's get into it. Let's start with Quinn Mallory, our star. He's going to invent a slide hole.
0: Okay, so I have to say right off the bat, I I have two picks for all of them, but one of them are Jamie's pick and one are my pick because, as is well established, I don't know who any of the new hot stars are. So uh, I have my ideas and then I asked her, so I have two ideas. Great. Great. Okay, I'll give hers first because I think it's probably a better idea. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, she's sitting behind me, chuckling here. Uh, her hers was an actor named Will Poulter. Oh, who's, who's apparently a, a a hot hot new star.
1: He is. Uh, you either cast him in a funny comedy or as some sort of creep.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Well, he's he's a funny creep, uh, Quinn Mallory. Okay,
1: great. Uh, my first pick was uh, Liam Hemsworth.
0: You know, that was another one we were talking about last night as well. So maybe that's more more on track.
1: I think he has an advantage because when you want to bring Colin in, you can either cast up and bring Chris Hemsworth in as Colin, <laughs> or you can cast down and bring Luke Hemsworth in as Colin. So you got two options there.
0: Okay, I think that's pretty good. Um, but I will maybe change the game with my, my pick, which is Jerry O'Connell de-aged.
1: De-aged Jerry O'Connell. Oof, that's yeah. a good... That's a good pick, Jordan. That's a good yeah. pick.
0: Because who can do Quinn Mallory as well as he does? And he's back in. We just, and we also have the option of like a terrible, you know, uh, episode where you do a twin, but his twin's older now, you know?
1: That's the sequel. That's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was trying to think. We're obviously making this as a motion picture. So I'm like, you know, I want to make a good motion picture that people are going to go to the movie theater to see, Jordan. <laughs> so I want someone bankable, someone yeah. bankable to bring this in home. So I went with Vin Diesel.
0: Wow. So, look, if we do that, this becomes a very different movie.
1: It does become a very different movie. He's playing an 18-year-old.
0: <laughs> no, I think uh, um, uh, I think Hemsworth is the way to go.
1: All right, let's go with Hemsworth. I agree. I think that's, like, yeah. the right level for this. Hemsworth, he's going to get his new uh, Hunger Games franchise.
0: Although I think everyone, they should show up to a world at one point where everyone looks like Vin Diesel.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Everyone's just bald. Yeah. Yeah. No sleeves, no sleeves at all.
0: <laughs> Speak in an inarticulate way.
1: Alright, how about Wade Wells, the uh tomboy computer hacker.
0: Okay, Jamie's pick is Haley Lou Richardson.
1: Oh yes, of course. From uh the most recent season of what is it, White White Lotus?
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Who do you got?
1: My first pick was uh, an actress named Sophie Lillis, who you might know from the uh, motion picture It or the Dungeons & Dragons movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Redhead.
1: Yes, exactly. She uh, she has that short pixie cut in both those movies, so I was just like, you know, it seemed a good fit.
0: Well, my, my pick was... Because um, I was trying to think of, like, who's an actress who you'd want to start the movie but then would have to get replaced because you don't want them anymore? Um, <laughs> and so I thought... Um, i think I, I i'm terrible at pronunciation here shalane woodley i was like who's someone who would come in and you go get get rid of that person
1: what is she from i recognize the name but i can't pick it pick what uh, a thing she's in she
0: was in that hbo show with nicole kidman where it was all the the women were fighting don't think i saw big, it big little eyes <laughs> yeah i definitely came. didn't see it she was also in those divergent movies remember those divergent movies they were supposed to be a the big hit Hunger they Games. Were. yeah that's right she was in those
1: well, I, I gotta say, not winning so far. Not we'll winning that
0: one. Who do you got? Uh,
1: I also have someone who probably we lose midway through, but probably because she leaves us for something else, and that is uh, Jenna Ortega, famous Jenna Ortega now from Wednesday. She's too yeah. big for us, but she maybe she'll get one movie out of her.
0: Famous writer producer.
1: Writer producer. She writes all the best lines. Yeah, apparently. I mean, honestly, how, it couldn't have been that hard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I never saw the show, so I couldn't. I couldn't speak to it.
1: I think I think um, your first pick, Haley. Haley Lou Richardson. That's the one. Haley Lou Richardson is the one. Uh, I don't know if you know her. I I'm not sure if this is a blind pick for you, but I think she's great. I think she could do, be a good choice. She has a real. She has a real like. She can throw like uh, like like Wade could in The show be really exasperated by the men around her.
0: Right. All right. Well, I think this is starting off pretty well.
1: All right. Now, of course, we've got the the big hitter, Professor Maximilian Arturo.
0: Well i remember jamie gave me a bunch of picks the ones i the one i pulled out of it because i like it the most and i don't think you'll go with it but it's wayne knight
1: hey i always love wayne knight but i i I don't know what he's up to these days
0: yeah i think he's just sitting on those uh seinfeld and third rock from the sun money
1: i mean this feels like the place where we can really cast up so no offense to wayne knight but that's a that's a low bar (laughs) he could be like a double we see on a tv show or something yeah
0: well who who do you have
1: uh my first pick is uh, I was, like, really racking my brain. I You know, you want to bring in someone. It's not, like, a huge star anymore, but, like, there's there's a certain, like, you're like, oh, I know that guy. I know who that is. Hmm. And I went with James Spader. Wow. That is different. James Spader. Current-day James Spader. He's got a real look to him now that's, like, Uh, it's a little, it's a little more professorial, but maybe with a, I think he's got a bit more of that like darker tinge and you know, Mm. his, his past as a Lothario, it brings that like, uh, that sexual energy you need for Arturo.
0: Well, my, my pick was really just thinking who's a little bit doughy. What actors are doughy? You know, you can't be the lead. I
1: I knew you would do this entirely based on weight.
0: (laughs) So I just picked, I'm like, who's a little bit doughy. Although I don't even think he's acting much more. He's like showing up in cooking shows. But my pick is John Favreau.
1: John Favreau, famous director John Favreau. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad pick actually. He's a he's a funner. He's a funner Arturo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who is it you picked again? James Spader was my first. James pick. Spader. Let's do that. I got that. a second. I got a second pick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Maybe I'll beat that.
1: I think this second pick is gonna meet your criteria, but also bring <laughs> someone to the table you're gonna enjoy. Tonight. Okay. Forrest Whitaker.
0: That's pretty good yeah that's pretty good yeah does that better is that better
1: i'm not sure i'm not sure i think there's there's like three good choices there they all go different ways
0: no i think james spader is still weird enough that it brings a different energy i think that's where we go with
1: great we're going with james spader i love it fresh off the blacklist it's james spader
0: is he fresh off that
1: i don't know it might still be going i have no idea (laughs) Like The Good Doctor. It just continues (laughs) without my knowledge.
0: It's amazing these shows keep going. Okay, we got Rembrandt Crying Man Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want me to start this time? Give you a break? Sure. So my first pick, maybe a little on the nose, and maybe because I've seen him play Ray, but I thought Jamie Foxx might be a good pick. Jamie
0: Foxx? Yeah, okay. Uh, We went younger, so Jamie's pick was um, an actor that I don't know very well, but William Jackson Harper is his name.
1: What would I know him from? What's he from? Cheedy on the Good Place. He's from the Good Place, apparently. Oh, uh, yes, I could hear in the background. Cheedy. Uh, oh, he's good. He's good. He's he'd be younger than the rest of the cast, but he'd be
0: good. Yeah, maybe maybe that's maybe that's the thing. He's a he's a breakout uh, young star.
1: He's a hot up and comer on the way mm-hmm. to his big break when he gets sucked into the slide hole.
0: Actually, is that a better plot line? than an old kind of uh guy who's tired and isn't popular anymore what is a better better character i
1: guess it makes it harder for him to go to other worlds and already be famous yeah
0: i guess that's true
1: i, I guess you could still have him. he's like i broke out two years earlier
0: mm. yeah although it seems like that they dropped that from his character anyways in these last episodes he doesn't really mention that stuff because they're like well we can't just have the main character now constantly complain about not being famous
1: that's true uh it is too bad i did miss those episodes where he's just like time to sing (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right well my next one sort of in a slimmer vein i was trying to think of a musician actor sort of something that would like uh give us a little a little something and i was having some trouble until i was like hit on hit on the little thing i stayed older i stayed older here jordan but i hit on an idea that i don't know how you'll feel about but i I think has potential Mm -hmm. queen latifah you know what? It's very good.
0: It's very, very good, Luke. It's it's better than my pick.
1: All right, let's hear it.
0: So I was just trying to think of like hot, you know, popular. Could put a
1: good name on the
0: poster. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a good. Can we get him though? Will he will he do? I guess Dremrants a lead role.
0: It's a lead role.
1: By the fourth movie, he's in charge. Everyone else is gone.
0: I think we switched this though. I think it's Queen Latifah
1: there's something about that right there's just it yeah. feels right
0: yeah it's just rembrandt crying woman brown
1: yeah yeah we'll, we'll figure out the naming it's fine i don't know if rembrandt <laughs> could go by either way i have no idea maybe yeah. that's uh either gender could have it all right jordan your favorite character maggie beckett's finally coming up i think my guess is we meet her like at at the like midpoint she comes into the movie and you're like yeah who's this character she's sticking around
0: yeah it's it's a bit of a mess of a movie okay jamie's pick is sydney sweeney
1: oh yeah of course she is uh quite the it girl although i think jenna ortega might have knocked her off that post
0: yeah well did, did we we didn't we didn't cast her either right we have to cast one of those but if they're, if they're the if they're the hot young actresses
1: you may, we may have to i also kind of tried to aim for someone just like a, a hot commodity um but i went a little differently i decided we'd have the acting debut of taylor swift <laughs> that's not the acting debut. she was in cats no <laughs> oh, i forgot how could i forget about cats
0: <laughs> yeah Everyone loved it.
1: All right. Who do you got for your next one?
0: Well, I'm I'm going back down the well, but I think it, the only way to do this justice is Carrie Warher is coming back de-aged.
1: <laughs> you, like I, gave up on this category fairly quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it, it actually was for some reason the hardest because you realize after, I know it's not five seasons, but 40 episodes, you're like, they don't establish character
1: at all. I don't know who she is. No, it's 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 tough to know. I mean, we didn't see all of her, her episodes, but it still is hard to nail her down. Um, yeah, listen, I'll be honest. I think uh, I basically did the same thing. I did the Sydney Sweeney of 2005. I did Megan Fox. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think if we have got Sydney Sweeney on the table, I think we go that way. I think that's that's that makes way more sense. That's far more current and hip. Uh, I Megan Fox. I I think that's it. Just. Brings the wrong energy. Right,
0: right. I'm going to ask you, though, Luke, and I did something that was bad. I forgot to pick a director for this. So who do you have directing this?
1: All right, I've got two possible directors here, Jordan. Uh, they'll both bring very different visions to this. And um, I, I think with the cast we have, either will work. I think they can work. Either would work with this cast. So we,
0: we, Do you want to do me a favor? Do you want to run down the cast again so I can remember who we picked and then we'll pick that director?
1: Absolutely. So in the Quinn Mallory role, we've got Liam Hemsworth coming in. It's he, he's back. He's back at the top. He's getting his another kick at a franchise. Yeah. Okay. Then we've got Haley Lou Richardson as Wade Wells. She's, you know, she's a real up and comer now coming off uh, mm-hmm. White Lotus. Everybody wants a piece of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean more I know in a you professional mean. sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we've got Professor Maximilian Arturo played by James Spader. I'm happier with this choice every time I think about it
0: yeah i think it's i think it's my favorite of all the cast
1: uh of course got rembrandt crying woman brown now as queen latifah mm-hmm. it's just fun i think it's a lot of fun and then yeah i think this is great maggie beckett is sydney sweeney that seems right to me just seems perfect okay perfect
0: and no one's de-aged
1: no one has to be de-aged
0: we'll save a little money
1: say we'll save that money because we're gonna need it for the these two directors jordan
0: okay who do we got
1: all right jordan so just i'm gonna pitch this to you i know you're gonna be soft on it and I'm not saying we have to go this way, but I think there's a world where this makes sense. And I, I think when you hear it, you're going to agree that makes sense. But it's sliders. They're sliding to parallel dimensions. There's a lot of rules. There's a lot of science. There's a lot of things that don't make sense but are visually interesting. It's Christopher Nolan.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is this something he would do? Is he going to do a, 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 a gritty retake of this?
1: I don't know what he does, but whatever it's going to be, it's going to be mind-bending. It's You're going to be like, does this make sense? I'm not sure. but And it's going to be sliding to like lots of universes. He's going to have a good time. I feel like it's right up his alley.
0: People are going to leave the theater like, did you like the movie? And they go, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it was something. <laughs> in the same sort of tone, not tone maybe, but in the same sort of vein, I picked someone who's a... Got a good mind for creative things, uh, sort of for creative movie telling. He's a little more of an everyman's filmmaker, though. So maybe someone you'll, uh, you'll, you'll latch onto a little more. Um, and I don't know if you've seen... I don't know how much of his work you might have seen, but I'm sure you've seen some of it. Uh, James Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't know if you saw Malignant recently, but I think if you watch Malignant, I think you can see there's, the, there's this opportunity here where he'll have some mind-bending fun of his own.
0: I think that's the way to go. I think that makes sense in the tone of this, like it's cool it's hip it's new but it's an ip we had sitting around and we want to you know take advantage of it
1: yeah i mean definitely we'll have a little more a little more control a bit bit of a blockbuster where we'll have a franchise out of it if it's nolan we only get one and that's it yeah
0: yeah i think i think this is it i think that's the movie
1: great great it's great i think everyone at home sitting there being like but they're buying their tickets they're pulling their phones they're getting on uh (laughs) cineplex.com
0: they're writing their uh they're writing their government official
1: (laughs) dear senator congressman uh house of commons representative yeah so uh,
0: i was thinking i was i was uh, delaying there because i was trying to think of what other countries have i was like write their mp i'm like oh wait other countries don't have that they're whatever yeah governor or something
1: (laughs) no every country has a member of parliament i'm quite sure
0: it's the states the states throws everything off
1: Well, Jordan, now that we've envisioned the perfect version of the sliders, shall we get into the final version of sliders?
0: Yeah, the very, very not perfect version of the show.
1: It's final form in the IMDb summary for season five, episode 18, The Seer. The sliders arrive in a world where their exploits are well known through the efforts of a man called the seer. As they prepare for the final jump home, the seer warns them that instant death awaits. And that truncated summary was courtesy of Chapman underscore Glenn.
0: Hmm. You were right last uh, last week when we when we did the uh, uh, the reading the the story, the little uh, fan fiction that there was the character the seer in it. You're
1: like, oh, I think this is a thing for the end of the show. So you were right. Did you know that ahead of time? I think I might have known that the final episode was the seer. I, it just the mm. way it was written, I'm just like, we're definitely being read the final scene of the final episode right, episode right now. Right.
0: It kind of does make more sense now.
1: But yeah, this, this will finally learn what leads up to it, I guess. And honestly, very funny, it starts with a previously on that I was just like, oh, how much information am I going to have to need to know? And then a previously on, is just like, hey, we bumped into that Dr. Geiger bad guy again. Uh, he gave us a chip with the coordinates to go home. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's not so bad. It, it was one of the fastest recaps I've ever seen. It was just like, you need one piece of information and this is it. Good luck, everyone. But the episode begins on an earth we've never been to before jordan one that serves giraffe sandwiches and pork cola
0: i i know that was just supposed to be a throwaway joke but like would that have landed with anyone
1: as soon as i was writing these notes and i got to write down pork cola i immediately just imagined you very angry for some reason at the idea of pork cola and that that was part of the episode it just was like it's just
0: so lazy it's a little bit indicative of of the show at this point which is it feels so slapdashed and just like thrown together like yeah it's a world like do you see anything interesting in this world like yeah they have funny drinks like oh okay glad you guys used your imagination
1: they also had that giraffe sandwich
0: yeah there you go i guess there's (laughs) there's more giraffes in this world it's so dumb
1: would you eat a giraffe sandwich
0: no absolutely not
1: really no Someone was like here's a little bit of giraffe meat it's cut thin it's like sliced into roast beef
0: (laughs) i like i like it's cut thin that's gonna convince me first i say no then you go oh it's cut thin i'm like oh it's cut thin of course
1: you're not even slightly curious
0: no i'm curious but i i I have no interest in eating that no (laughs) would you eat it you'd eat it
1: what if someone was like here have a little have a little giraffe i'd I'd give it a try
0: okay hold on though what if i said it's 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 shaved real thin
1: yeah, absolutely, then. i will be like, oh, it must be good that way.
0: Comes a little au jus, a little dip.
1: Ooh, it sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. A little roast beef, a little roast giraffe. Ooh. Where, where, where can people send their uh, complaint letters? Right, right to... <laughs> oh, this is the thing they're going to complain about. Not everything off the top.
0: <laughs> not not the Columbine comments.
1: All right, let's move on with this. Uh, so what we've seen from the pilot, or the... Uh, not pilot, the previously on... Um, they we now know they have the coordinates to go back to Rembrandt's world, the thing they've been looking for this whole time, and they're basically sitting around talking about just like, all right, Rembrandt, now that we find the coordinates to Earth, we're gonna go there. We don't know how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna go back and try to take your home back from the Chrome Eggs. And Maggie's just like, Rembrandt, I'd never leave your side. I would never go anywhere without mm-hmm. you ever again. I'm coming with you. And I'm just sitting there being like, the air is poison. Remember, Maggie? Yeah, you'll die. I
0: thought the same thing, but why don't they just? If they can go anywhere they want, I'm sure at this point, after, you know, I know it's been I mean, five years in terms of the show, but it's been quite some time. I'm sure they found some pretty close alternatives. Why don't they just go back to that planet? You know?
1: You got to get your planet back, Jordan. That's the rules. I guess. But, yeah. Although, technically, it's only Rembrandt's planet. No one else has a stake in it.
0: Yeah. So, I wasn't sure. Are they all going to go back to their own planet? Are they all going to go back to Earth that's taken over by the cro
1: they seem to all want to go help Rembrandt take his Earth back. It appears to be what is happening because it'll happen a couple of times that so they're like, we're a family. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're a family. And I'm like, are you? Okay.
0: Yeah. You know what I like, though? We we kind of joked about it in the early uh, early days of the show that clearly the main characters were Arturo and um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Quinn. And they didn't really know what to do with uh, Rembrandt and, and specifically um, Wade as much. And now as the show's gone on, obviously the characters have shifted and rembrandt's the main character and sort of so is maggie then they have the like well we have to bring these two other characters what do we do with them They're like uh just push them off to the side I'm like why did you bring <laughs> them back as characters
1: have to have four sliders at all times at any rate uh they do slide they jump into the ho- slide hole and they're like well this is it this is it we've got the coordinates this new slide hole we're opening it's taking us back to rembrandt's earth and that's what's going to happen so they they hop in and when they step out they're in front of a courthouse where a full-on Sliders fan convention is waiting for them to cheer the arrival of the Sliders.
0: There was two things I, I liked. Was One, because everyone's got like signs and stuff like, ah, you're amazing. One of the signs said, bring back Wade, which made me laugh.
1: I also laughed at that one. I saw it yeah. too and was just like, man, you guys love commenting on your own show this later, yeah. don't you?
0: <laughs> and uh, the other thing is, this is essentially the same opening as we watched in season one where they arrive and they found out uh, it's like science world and people who do science are like celebrities and they're like a big group of people are cheering them on when they arrive i'm like this is the same opening
1: yeah but they stripped away the subtext and now made a text It's just like this is about the show sliders you're watching <laughs> yeah that's true at any rate um what they come to discover very quickly is they haven't slid back to rembrandt's earth and why this is, is never explained. Like, my understanding is they got the coordinates, they plug them in, and they slid, but they have ended up on a different Earth, and no one ever explains why.
0: Yeah, I, I guess what it is, is the chip that Geiger gave them, it doesn't work.
1: But later they use it again, and be like, well, now we're going to use the coordinates to go to Earth, our actual Rembrandt Earth. So it's like, well, then how did you end up on this in-between Earth? Well, they had to beat the Seer. Don't worry about it too much. You just don't, don't try to think about it. At any rate, where they've landed on this earth, uh, there's an old man who had a heart attack one time. And after that heart attack, he started having visions of the Slider's adventures. His name is the Seer.
0: Yeah, and it's not a lie. It's like, like I thought it was going to be a thing where later on you're they're like, oh, that was just like his bad way of getting around whatever nefarious plan he has. But it's like, no, no, that's what happens. He had a heart attack. Now he sees visions. You're like,
1: oh, okay. Vision specifically of the sliders
0: yeah and later, later on we're going to see and I don't know why but he also paints but what he seems to paint is exclusively just the sliders but what they are are just like screenshot still images of, of episodes that are just lightly painted over I'm like so he also has perfect recall and is a talented artist and that's what he chose to do is he's like just to prove that I have this vision I'm going to paint it
1: well, that's what it is exactly. He uh he started having these visions, so he started painting and writing about the slider's adventures. And yeah, as you said, it looks like a screenshot that with like a slight paint effect over top. Of it. It's baffling to look at. And people of this <laughs> earth loved the adventures of the sliders so much that at this point they have even created their own TV show called The Sliders. Yeah. This is the
0: whole episode has this sort of like knowing wink to the audience, but there's no there's no comment behind it. There's no weight at all, so it's just it's just kind of there like there's a lot of like look, the our, our actual show logo is in this and there's like posters for the show and stuff. You're like,
1: "Okay?" And they're like, "Yeah." Anyway, the feeling here is just like you guys love how how we're referencing ourselves, right? And it's just like – but there's like – it feels so totally off that you're like – it doesn't feel like anyone at home would be sitting there being like, I am enjoying this. It would be like <laughs> fuming, fuming at this. Yeah, no one is at home saying they're enjoying it. What I like, though, is that in the show The Sliders, um, Diana's double, Dr. Diana from the previous episode we saw who just joined the yeah. cast, her double – acts in the in the series so there's a bit it's a bit odd to see that and then by in the brief clip of the sliders episode we watch rembrandt has returned A write in letter campaign has brought rembrandt back to the show and rembrandt is now rejoining the four the four sliders in season five and i'm just like this is all very funny
0: arturo oh
1: arturo i always get them so confused for some reason
0: arturo's back and they're like oh and you know what (laughs) it seemed Maybe it wasn't intended, but it seemed kind of mean spirited to have him back. I was like, you know, the actor left and didn't want to be part of the show. They're like, then they have this like jokey version of him show. But I was like, eh.
1: yeah, I just put a beard on a guy and said, like, look, yeah. Rembrandt or Arturo's back. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to do this much longer. I can't remember their names anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, the sliders here are so popular that they're told that, quote, they have tens of thousands of fans, which I was just like, that's too low to have a tv show <laughs> i thought
0: the same. they say they're like tens of thousands of fans and they apparently have like a board game and stuff i'm like that's not good guys those are not good numbers
1: yeah it was very funny they're like decided to like name the number of fans i'm like it's a low number
0: <laughs> maybe it was someone like it was a note from like uh a writer had but didn't realize how bad the show was doing on sci-fi they're like you guys are getting tens of thousands of people watching they're like awesome like no, no, oh, those are really bad ratings.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Anyway, the, this seer, his visions uh, even prepared this Earth for the eggs. So uh, when the chromags did, apparently they've shown up on this Earth already. But the, these people were able to drive them off with a synthetic egg virus. Uh, so when they invaded, they just like released a virus, and the chromags had to run away immediately. So they're they're Chromeg free on this Earth, even because of the seer's visions.
0: And this is one of the like multiple things they drop in this episode because this has the classic bad tv issue of giving way too much information and also not explaining any of it so it's like you now have they have a chip that will get them home that apparently doesn't work there's a guy who sees visions of them there is the chromags have been here and have left the and they also mentioned multiple times that the chromags like like enslaved them at one point because when we have to get to the mother it's like bizarre and then yeah we all also now have the virus but there's going to be multiple other things that they're going to have to like spitting plates they're going to have in this episode
1: yes yes well that's just it because um you know this is all the information but there are a couple problems now facing the sliders uh one is great they found a chrome egg virus that will defeat mm-hmm. the chrome seems like that's going to solve rembrandt's problems back on his earth but it takes two days to synthesize the chrome egg virus and the sliders are only going to be here for a few hours so they can't take the virus with them i guess but that's only a minor problem compared to the fact that the seer can occasionally also see the future, and he has foreseen that all four sliders will die instantly upon exiting the next slide hole.
0: Yeah, yeah, and again, here's another thing, and you're like, oh, so you would think that would be the major point of the episode, but it's just like sort of one of the things they have to do, which is, well, do they stay in this planet where they're really famous, or do they go into the... The slide hole in the hope of saving the, you know, the original world and seemingly multiple worlds from the cro but they may not be able to do it at all. It might be a moot point if they just die going through.
1: Well, and I would argue that they get all this information. They're brought to a hotel they stay at. They all sit down and they're like, well, we don't have enough time to get the virus, so I guess we won't get that. And they said we'll die instantly when the next one comes. But who cares? Let's just slide. They, they don't care about either. They, they are so ready to slide without, A, the virus, and B, with the threat of death. Like, they don't care about any of the information that's provided. They're just like, okay, whatever. We're just going to keep sliding.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and do they even mention at this point, I think it's later in the episode why we hear It's like the slide hole that's going to open, which we are going to see, is sort of like slightly unstable is what it is, which is giving the impression of why they may not make it.
1: Oh, well, and that's the thing. I don't even think that's what it is, because as we'll go into it, um, like we have these two things, these two debates about like they might die. They don't really seem to care that much, which I'm not 100 percent sure why they don't. But whatever. They're they're like, let's let's just keep going. And uh, they're with the remaining time on this planet, they're brought to um, a fancy reception that the Sears Mm -hmm. inner circle is throwing for the sliders. Here they get a they get to Rembrandt and Maggie get to meet their doubles, um, who I guess are the doubles are excited to meet their famous twins. They like do appearances as them and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maggie could not be, ruder to her double for no apparent reason. I am just like, <laughs> what is happening here?
0: Yeah, there, there's a weird thing of like, yeah, they 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 just don't respond like normal humans to any of the situations just because they're badly written characters at this point. So it's just like what? But I I just want to say real quick because when they meet all their doubles, I did have the thought of um the new quinn i was like does he have a double and they right away they're like yeah you don't have a double because you don't exist in this world
1: i think i figured out what's happening with new quinn by the way in the in between episodes we were talking about last time like how is there a quinn mallory who doesn't look like the other quinn mallory but like he exists and like you know Mm -hmm. that was a big question we had last episode i actually think he's just a guy who happens to have the same name oh is it really I don't know. I mean, I I realize I'm like, oh, wait, two people could have the same name. Maybe all that's happened here is that two people had the same name. And these people just are like, oh, you're also Quinn Mallory. Okay, good.
0: enough. And I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit. But if you want to speak about people being rude, (laughs) how he how he reacts to uh, Quinn's mother is hilarious.
1: Well, let's talk about that, because old Quinn's mother, Mrs. Mallory. She's on this earth, too, which is explained away by saying that when the Crow makes took over this earth temporarily, it's temporarily enslaved the earth pre-virus, they brought a bunch of workers with them to their slave camps, and Mrs. Mallory from the pilot, the one who's been running more or less throughout the series, other than that one time they were her, but she came back, she's back, she's on this earth, and she's so happy to see the sliders, although she doesn't know a single one of them, not even Rembrandt, I don't think. Yeah. And... The man who is Quinn doesn't look like her son anymore.
0: Yeah, it's, and they try to have this thing, and it's not a terrible idea, but that, like, she recognizes something in him. Um, and so she's like basically goes over to him, and it's like that, you know, scene she's trying to figure out by looking at him. She's like touching his face, and she's like, she real she's like, you know, is my, is any part of my Quinn in there? And he's like, get away from me, you old bag.
1: To be fair, I, I felt, on Quinn's side, a little bit. Like, if some lady just came up and started start touching my face like that, I'd be like, ah, uh, no, thank you.
0: Yes, but you you also don't have the consciousness of someone else inside of you. You think he'd be a little bit more uh, forgiving if he had a bit of uh, Quinn in him.
1: I will say we don't know what happened over the course of this season, but this episode they make it very clear that whatever consciousness of old Quinn was in him has died off, and that Quinn is dead. <laughs> yeah, th-
0: that's true. the the uh, the idea that i what i thought they were going to do that they were going to constantly play with this like struggle within him of his personality who is he maybe he becomes a new person with these two personalities fusing yeah they seem to be like now he's gone that was just a
1: memory at some point i think they even make a claim i think the seer's just like i saw all your deaths uh maggie wade quinn colin i'm like wait colin too
0: (laughs) (laughs) colin just well he blew apart remember
1: He was just unstepped from time. I didn't realize that there was Rota Maya. One of those jumps he made, he died. I don't know. He's gone. (laughs) Anyway, they're there. They're at this big ceremony. They're meeting their doubles. They're meeting Mrs. Mallory, who, you know, they brought her back for an episode because it's like a good finale up thing to bring her back, even though it's like hard to make the drama work because she has no connection to these people. But that's a good point, though.
0: That that is the the issue there. It's hard to make the drama work because not only does she not have any connection to these characters there's just it, even, even the audience doesn't have a connection between these two people because if you're someone who watches Sliders now I don't know, in my head it's like there was pre people who watched Sliders the original version and there's people who watched the new version of the show I just can't imagine anyone who watched it all the way through and maybe that's incorrect but it's just like, I just felt anyone watching the show would be like, who is this lady? I don't even know who this <laughs> is, I never watched the original <laughs> episodes
1: If you did, you'd have walked away by now Yeah, <laughs> Exactly At any rate, they're at this party, and here the seer reveals that um, he's starting a new religion called Slideology because apparently he's L. Ron Hubbard.
0: Yeah, again, this is another thing, and I was like, is this a comment on something like that, like a self-made religion, like Scientology or something? But I don't think it is, or if it is, it's just left there for the viewer to put together the pieces.
1: Yeah, it's a little predatory Seems, but like they don't really spend much time on it, and it's just like what slideology, and it's very funny because he's like, he hasn't talked to the sliders that much. He talked to them briefly when they arrived, and he's giving this speech where he's just like, and I'm super happy the sliders are here to help me, and they're just the sliders are literally like standing there like, what? This is the first we're hearing about this, and they, like they ask them to say a few words, which is maybe my favorite part of the episode. Is rembrandt gets up in front of the mic, he says, "Uh, good night," and he just walks yeah. off.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was it was pretty it was pretty bold.
1: Uh you know, and the actor playing Rembrandt really uh surprisingly nails a lot of these scenes. I was just like that was very funny. That was well done. Good job everybody. Well, and he's let's
0: just say he's the strongest actor and character left on this show. And I always liked him as a character, and I just felt like they didn't do anything with him, but I know he became like the comic relief, but it was just like uh, the the characters they brought, each one seems to get like a paler imitation of a human being you know
1: yeah no i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong they get back anyway to this hotel they're staying at and quinn's mom drops by again she drops by to kind of apologize (laughs) for how weird she was at the thing and they explain it away they're like she has ptsd from all the chromex stuff where you're like all right fine fair enough
0: yeah 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 and i do like though that's that's um a new quinn that's his like his arc and and uh plot through this episode is basically like I'm too mean to her. I got to be nicer later. I know. You're like, "Uh, okay, sure. That's that. I will give him something to do.
1: That'll be by the end. He's just like, he takes her side and says, listen, I don't remember you. I really know who you are, but like, part of me thinks you're a nice lady. And she's like, good enough for me.
0: No, no, it's, it's word that he's like, look, I know your son used to be inside of me and he's clearly very dead now. And I don't even barely have any memories of it at all. But I have a sense that maybe in some way, he had some feelings for you <laughs> I, was, I was like oh you you put that together that he might have had some feelings for his mother huh oh okay great yeah
1: that's enough for her
0: yeah and she's like wow thank that's good that's just as good as having my son back new
1: sliders my favorite thing was there's also a heart-to-heart between quinn's mom and maggie and it's really t- treated in a way like this is her daughter-in-law or something yeah <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird and then Maggie tries to – she does this thing where she sits down. She's talking. I'm his heart to heart. I loved it. And she's, like, trying to explain Quinn's, like, old Quinn situation. And she, like, takes her hand. She's, like, looks into Mrs. Mallory's eyes and she's, like, I had an uncle once who died. <laughs> and they donated his organs. Does that make sense? I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I know. That that was my favorite favorite scene in this episode because she sits down. What It's like – She's like, I'm going to have a heart to heart with her. And it's like, it might make sense if it was Wade, but it's not. It's Maggie. So yeah,
1: she's never seen this woman in her life.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, let me just explain something to you. Have you ever heard of uh, donating organs? Anyways, my uncle did that. So does this make sense to you? And the mom's like, it absolutely does. And she's like, great. Glad we solved this. I was like, what is this scene <laughs> supposed to achieve at all?
1: It was so funny. She just like full stops. She's just like, and they donated his organs. Long pause. Does that make sense? Like, (laughs) no. What?
0: I think what it really is is that she's dumb, and she was like, "Can you explain this to me? How is he living without his organs? Is he dead too?" One time,
1: my mom said the dog ran away and went to a farm. (laughs) Does that make sense?
0: (laughs) She, she's she's just everything. That's a better character where everything she says at the end. She goes, "Does that make sense?"
1: I just said a bunch of words. Did they mean anything?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's so bizarre. And I don't know why it it amused me so much that they brought this mother back. Because, again, you're saying they want this, like, emotional...
1: Connection to the first episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, connection to the first episode. But you can't have that anymore.
1: You got rid of those characters. It's done. There's, like... We need emotional resonance in the first episode, but none of the actors will come back because we drove them <laughs> off. Who's left? I know. This,
0: if this, I know they didn't know this was going to be the last episode, but there was time for if they want to actually do these sort of inside jokes. You know what would have been funny is in the Sliders episode, it's the original cast when they go and watch it on TV. I was like, that would have been cute. It's the original cast back as a cameo, or they do something like that. But it's like, no, no, no. Everyone that was involved in the show hates you.
1: Yeah, they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, they leave Mrs. Mallory in the hotel room to have a nap or something. They're just like, let her sleep. And they walk outside to slide away. They've solved none of their problems. They're like, I loved it. You you have no virus, even though there's one here. You hadn't even tried to find a solution. And B, you're going to die instantly. And they're like, it's fine. Let's just go up behind the hotel and we'll slide. <laughs> it, was, it was one of my favorite things because it just felt like there's a scene missing. Because
0: they're literally just, it, it was like the the most low stakes uh problems they have which is why is mrs mallory there they're like oh she went to the room to nap i'm like hold on she came over to your hotel room had a conversation with you and then was like yes i'm tired now i'm gonna have a nap she's not like 90 years old she's like a 60 year old woman anyways then they were like we need to find some way out of this hotel because uh not only are there crowds around the hotel there's like people like some uh, uh armed guards in these cars and they won't be letting us out. They're like, we need to find a way out. Hard cut. They're behind the hotel. And they're like, anyways, we got out. I was like, well, I'm glad that you mentioned there was no way out.
1: I mean, and to call them crowds of sliders fans waiting. outside the I hotel, know there were tens of people outside the hotel.
0: I know I, I, I'm, I'm allowing that because I think there's some budgetary restraints. I think that the idea behind it was there was lots and lots of people.
1: Yes. They get behind the hotel. They open the slide hole. Rembrandt goes to jump in. But someone's plugged the slide hole.
0: Yeah. And so and how you see that uh, happen is it is funny, though, because you've mentioned it now a couple times, but it's hard to get past the point where the viewer, if you're invested in this episode, and I don't know why you would be, you know, the problem is they shouldn't be sliding because they might die. And you're like, why are they still doing it? And they just like, we just need to keep propelling this plot forward. But when they go to do it, they basically hit like a force field is what you would call it. Right. They sort of yeah. jump and just like. You, you've seen it before on tv so they sort of like just bounce off like an electricity wall
1: yeah yeah exactly and kind of bounce down and then when it's done they're like uh-oh we better check the timer because as we know if we don't if we don't catch the slide hole it won't reset for 29 years which has been the like yeah overarching like uh de- sort of damocles over the head at all time and they pull out this thing they're like oh it just reset to three days and i was just like wait Have they never tested this before? Did they just assume it would be 29 years?
0: No, no, no. What it is, Luke, is that something particularly weird has happened with this slide hole and on this world, that that's why it's reset. When they tried going through the slide hole, it just reset things. It was only this specific time.
1: Okay, okay. It wasn't that they just never tried it before.
0: (laughs) No, no. It was something specific. So, like, there's some nexus happening here. It's not they realize that there's other things at play.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, you know, immediately suspect the seer is trapping him there to help him with his slideology. And they go they go to confront him about it. But he's like, I don't I don't know anything about it. Like, uh, may, maybe my daughter, she's pretty cutthroat and ruthless. Uh, And we haven't talked about her because she's a minor yeah. part of this. But did you recognize her?
0: I did. It's Jennifer Hetrick who played Vash in Star Trek Next generation Spotted her right away.
1: I know. It was very funny. I'm like, oof, this is not quite the same role.
0: Yeah. No. And you know what? I have to say, I, I think she's actually... she's stronger than our our cast she's a stronger actress but it's a really bad role because you know right away there's something sketchy with her she's almost playing like like a Disney cartoon villain here and they're not good enough at hiding it so you just have like you don't know what her motivation is and we're gonna eventually find it's like she's like because with this religion and you're like
1: what does that make sense well, that's exactly what the seer says here. he's like, well, the Church of Scientology is bankrupt, so uh, we kind of hoping you'll stick around and help us refill the coffers. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's the whole that's the whole plan.
0: Yeah, it's just I don't know if it, I don't
1: know if it works at all, you know. I mean, it's pretty low stakes and I will say, let me tell you one thing, if I am starting a bogus religion Jordan, built around four people from another world, I a hundred percent want those four people to martyr themselves so I can do whatever the fuck I want with yeah. them afterward.
0: Yeah, it's it doesn't help it doesn't help your religion. Like this is this is not meant to be offensive at all, but like Christianity. If Jesus came back and was hanging around, that's not gonna help you at all.
1: Jesus is gonna be pretty disappointed with how things are going. <laughs>
0: He's like, Hola, you guys said I said what? No, you know, but like um it just yeah, it it works the way it is because of of your belief and your faith. The sort of if if they if they're making a comment on the commercialism of religion and again, I don't think they're smart enough to do that. Um, the point could have been that they're already making millions of dollars through TV shows and board games and talk shows and appearances and all this sort of stuff. They don't need them. They already have everything they need. So why would them bringing them back change any of the money they're already making. It didn't. I, I just don't understand.
1: Yeah, it does seem like the plot would be you'd want to get the sliders off of your world as quickly as possible.
0: Yes, because they're like we've sold you as one thing, and now you are going to disappoint people because we've created versions of yourselves that no one could achieve.
1: I mean, they're going to disappoint people because they're jerks. Maggie's a huge jerk. Like no one wants well, to there's that. Maggie.
0: There's that. But anyways, yeah. It's again this one. It there's some interesting ideas, but they're so um, uh, uh, deeply planted in, like, this surface level of, like... I thought I said deeply planted in surface, but it's, like, there's just hints of things. You're like, what? Is there an interesting idea there? Like, I guess, maybe, but they just... They have zero interest in, interest in exploring things because this show has always had a problem of just wanting to propel forward and, like, don't think about it too much. And it didn't bother me as much when it was more fun, but this is not... Like, I don't know if this sounds fun listening to it, but, like, it's not that fun an episode. It just feels like they're going through the motions, but it's like, but why? Like, you guys decided this is a story you want to tell. Why are you so blasé about it?
1: It's for the paycheck, baby.
0: I guess, yeah.
1: It is true, though. Like, there are things that are said that if you stare at them hard enough, you're like, is that an idea? You just yeah. have to keep staring at it being like, am I seeing a concept? I don't know. Yeah,
0: and again, you could have had the characters react in a different way because they have in different worlds and, and to, to varying degrees of success of like, you know, the world Rembrandt went to where he had everything he always wanted. He was the most famous he could ever be and it's like, well now, does the character stay or not? Does he does he stay but he knows he didn't really earn it because it's actually not him? You know, there's, there's interesting ideas but like, they don't explore that at all in this world. They just get here, as you said, and they're just like, well, we've got to get out of here. There's no like maybe this is the best we could do or maybe um we shouldn't um you know is it is it we sacrifice ourselves for the greater good by going through this slide hole or i don't know they just it's it's not the concern at all of this show
1: no no well now that they're stuck here for three more days they're like well we got to figure out a who plugged that slide hole but b <laughs> if we have three days why that's enough time to incubate a chromeg virus maybe we should look into that finally we weren't that interested before but now we're like Chromeg virus I, I think i remember someone saying something about that
0: yeah it is funny also it's like halfway through the episode i'm like why don't we just cut that whole thing of them resetting the clock and just have them be interested in getting the virus from the
1: beginning i know it's very silly um rembrandt and maggie split off because they're going to go visit a sliders fan they met at uh, at the gathering of the, the sears gathering and he's a university student so they're uh gonna see if maybe his, his access to the university can help them get a sample of the virus because apparently the virus is under lock and key and they visit the slider at his uh, the student at his slider student club where they're playing the sliders trivial pursuit game and of course we meet all these classic characters Jordan everyone's down there playing Vernon, Lisa, Nubsey, Schmo <laughs>
0: I know I don't know why they decided to call the characters that
1: I was like this is Nubsey and this is Schmo I'm like well those aren't people's names
0: yeah it's it just was a weird i don't know this episode's so badly written
1: and then as we come into this scene they're playing trivial sliders trivial pursuits and and i don't know if this is a joke or not and because it's never mentioned again or commented on but they're like they're geniuses or they're not geniuses they're just like trivia nerds for sliders they know everything about the Mm -hmm. sliders basically and the one is answering a question they're like well, of course, Maggie was in the Marines as a captain, and I'm just like, no, she wasn't. She wasn't in the Air Force.
0: I didn't even catch that.
1: It's not the right answer, and I'm just like, is this a joke, or do you guys just not know anymore?
0: I think they probably don't know. I think they just didn't look because there is, there's a couple like sort of knowing wink jokes in this episode, <laughs> like they do, like at the very end of the scene. They'll they'll mention that episode where. Remember the one with Rembrandt and his, like, friend who tried kidnapping them? They'll, like, mention stuff like that. But, again, it's just – it feels like – I don't know if they knew this was last episode. They're like, hey, remember the glory days? Here's references to it. Because it just feels like you're just showing how pale in comparison the show is now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a weird episode. with the whole, like, sliders are famous here. So everything is kind of a a wink and a nod, right? So they have to – it's all jam-packed with, like, sliders references
0: also it may be not fair but you can really see how low budget this is at this point the show like all the scenes are clearly taking pl- place in a back lot it doesn't look real at all and even the like the set deck of like the posters of the sliders and stuff it looks like they like, printed it off printers with like low ink everything looks cheap
1: <laughs> well these students down here they uh they have an idea like they can't get rembrandt the original virus but vernon's like My second favorite sci-fi show, Space Journey, gives me an idea. Yeah. And that idea is everyone on this planet has traces of the anti-chromag virus just in their blood due to it being released. They're they're all carrying it. It's all – they've been essentially – what what would the word be? Immunized against it?
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: He's like, so what if I just give you some of my blood and you could use that to incubate the – virus and you could take that incubated virus with you and they're like let me just grab one of Nubsy's diabetic needles and just draw my blood in front of you well, you know
0: again there's an interesting idea there that that could be in the episode the idea that they have to you know whatever immunize themselves to get over that's that's the way they're going to solve this ongoing war with these aliens but it was done in the weirdest way ever they're like hey is it convenient he's a diabetic i'm like okay sure
1: why not okay uh, we cut back to Quinn and Diane, who, when we last saw them, they were tasked with tracking down the Seer's uh, daughter to find out what's going on with this uh, with this whole blocking the slide hole thing. But what we see is them getting back to the hotel room, being like, "I couldn't find her. I don't know where she is. So I guess we'll just go back to the hotel."
0: That was that was classic uh, uh, sliders. If they just show up into a scene and we're like, "Anyways, we were over here doing something, but we didn't find anything." You don't like us as characters.
1: <laughs> what they do find though is mrs mallory is getting roughed up by some goons mm-hmm. and they immediately get in a fight with these goons uh, and the goons manage to get their hands on the time uh the slide timer and they smash it destroying the slide timer so oh no the slide timer destroyed yeah and i and i always so did they ever make it
0: clear so if it's it just the portal won't open then that's basically what they're saying right
1: i think so i think so without the timer to like shoot the little laser out the front of it. No slide hole.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if, like, the slide hole would still open. They just couldn't control it in any way going forward. But I guess that's what it is. They're just like, whoa, well, no, we're stuck on this planet. I'm like, well, it's not the worst
1: place to get stuck. It's better than old giraffe sandwich world. What I like about this scene is it's a big fight sequence. The slider gets smashed, and the goons, like, run out the door to the hotel. And, like, the goons are out the door, and the actors for Maggie and Rembrandt must be standing on the outside of the door because they run out. And then the other two just walk in as if two men hadn't just fled their room. They just walk in (laughs) casually like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm like, well, two men just ran out of your room like you're not slightly curious.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's just not very good.
1: Anyway, Mrs. Mallory finally mentions to them that uh, she and the seer's daughter, they were in the same work camp when the cro took over and. She happens to know that when the Crow fled, the daughter happened to hoard a bunch of Chrome technology in a warehouse that she knows about so that, uh, you know, maybe they can go to that warehouse and find something to help them slide after all.
0: I love that the mother character was brought in and she's just like instrumental in this episode and they just have this like 65-year-old woman just hanging out with them the whole time.
1: Yeah, she's just like, maybe I should be on the team. I- I'm a better <laughs> actress
0: wouldn't it be better if they had just replaced one of the characters and that's who it was instead of having Quinn it's Quinn's mom
1: honestly I would if it was Rembrandt and Quinn's mom on adventures I'd be on board
0: Yeah, it's a better show.
1: At any rate, they they head to this warehouse where they immediately find find the slide hold blocker, and they're just like, "Hey, hey, this thing must block slide holes. Let me just turn that off real quick. <laughs> just push a button. It's over." Um, and the seer's daughter then, of course, busts in with goons. She's got guns, and she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna kill you now uh, because you're a problem for slideology. I'll just I'll just get your doubles to replace you on this planet." And she's like, "Oh wait, except for New Quinn, you don't have a double here, right? Well, then I'll quote." have some hack tv writers come up with an explanation and i'm just like is this self-hatred are these is this self-harm we're seeing
0: i know it, it's I, yeah it's maybe it's like a we're gonna hit ourselves first before you guys hit us because we know how bad this is
1: it was just so weird i'm just like all right come on everybody like <laughs> we we all know you're not doing a great job with these episodes and you clearly know it but like why are we drawing so much attention to it <laughs>
0: yeah so Anyways, that but but I like that like they come in with the the guns and then immediately, uh um, does does the old old, old seer shows up too right and he's like what's happening and she's like, don't listen to it no old man I'm in charge now.
1: Well, you see, we haven't talked about it much, but throughout the episode, whenever the sliders go do something on this planet, like see some college kids. the the seer has a vision of them doing it and so he happened to have a vision of his daughter like busting in with guns so he kind of like swings into the rescue which is a lot for an elderly man he just kind of walks in the room Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) but when he shows up a fight breaks out sliders of course win and the they, they toss the bad people and the bad daughter into a closet somewhere and uh then we see cut to diana she's standing at a machine she's like hey i got this chrome egg slide device to work or something i don't know i just push some buttons it's gonna work unfortunately though the slide hole is only big enough for one of us
0: yeah i was like how do you know but they just do
1: she's just like i don't know maybe it's kind of damaged or something i don't know who knows and uh you see rembrandt in the background like messing around you're like nah, rembrandt's up to something and he turns around and he's like haha. ha ha I've shot that nerd's blood into me, so I guess I have the chromeg virus and I'm just like everyone up till now has said it takes 2 days to synthesize a working chromeg virus. You've just shot a man's blood into your body. I don't I don't know if that will work.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the problem that none of them are scientists anymore, so he's just done something very ill advised. He just gave himself hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. In in terms of the in-world logic, the idea now is that he has the virus inside of him. He will go to a world and I guess someone will in that world he's hoping will help him thus synthesize the virus out of his blood that's the i think the idea
1: i don't think so because as we remember from last episode he calls himself typhoid remy i think he (laughs) thinks he just is like a a virus carrier (laughs) he's just gonna kiss a lot of people yeah yeah exactly and you know he uh they they got the slide hope and he's put it in they're all very sad they're like don't do it remy he's like it's up to me If I make it, the seer will know, and you could follow after me once you fix this machine. And, you know, Remy goes. He does the big thing. He jumps into the slide hole. They're like, will he die instantly? They're like, I don't know. Maybe we've changed the timeline because all four of us didn't go. They're like, well, let's go ask the seer. And they walk over. He's like, oh, yeah, the seer died of a heart attack. So, uh, sorry, (laughs) cliffhanger, everybody.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's uh, how they end it. The three of them standing in this world. And you're like, oh,
1: okay. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) You're like, hey, it's all those
0: characters we don't like they're stuck on this world the end
1: <laughs> the end well jordan we've now watched all we're gonna watch of sliders mm-hmm. but i have some final notes here for you sure so as you might recall from very very early for us this year in the podcast we watched a little show called first wave Hmm. i do remember now, much like Sliders, First Wave was also picked up after uh, a f- one season. They did in one season mm-hmm. Sliders and Sci-Fi came in like we're starting this network. We're, we want to pick up two seasons from you. And that's the same thing that happened on Fox. Fox canceled Sliders and they're like they came in they're like let's get let's commission two seasons from you. We w- we want to do this. Now, Sci-Fi was very clear up front. We are commissioning two seasons from you. Unlike First Wave which said, "Oh, that's we're so grateful" We'll wrap it up in those two seasons. Mm-hmm. Showrunner David Peckinpah, that's his name, I've written down here, David Peckinpah, he, in everything I've read, I hate to say it, but he comes off as a real piece of work in everything you read about <laughs> him. But he did not want to accept that he was only getting two seasons. He did not like that they were not going to give him another one. So he, out of spite, wrote a season five finale cliffhanger because he was mad at them for not giving him another season
0: hmm well that well and and what you get though is this not very good episode not that like it would have made much difference if they got home because who cares about these characters but it would have been nice if there was some sort of resolution
1: but yeah that's just it it's just like you knew the restrictions two years ago when you took over and you're just so annoyed that you won't get another one that you're like well i'm gonna make it bad and make it a cliffhanger and i mean i guess i can see maybe part of logic is he's hoping that like as they mention this episode, all the uh, letter writing campaigns is like, maybe he's just like, if I do this, I'll force their hand and they'll give me my sixth season. And they're just like, no, we, we only paid for two because that's what we wanted. And I, I don't know why you squandered it, but I guess that's how it ends. And it just, it's so funny. Like everything I read about this, this showrunner, like none of it's good. And I mean, he's passed away now, so he really can't defend himself. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm like, w- why is this one person have so much bad press?
0: Well, and It's interesting to see because we we watched a show not too long ago, Sequest, that had in some ways some similar things happen, you know, kind of started out pretty well to some effect, went through a lot of turmoil behind the scenes, some cast issues, had to make some changes but I will say this for uh, Sequest and it's an argument to make which is a better or worse show. Sequest came back in the third season and I think their course corrections made a lot of sense. It may not have been the same show it started um, as it started but I think it became its own thing and you can you could see, "Oh, I understand. There's an attempt here to make something interesting." Sliders, it was just like watching like a piece of fruit on a counter just rot. Like it just it just got sadder and sadder and got weaker and weaker. And again, the whole point of the sliding was to have fun adventures kind of solved through science or solve, you know, some sort of sometimes having like a moral quandary, sometimes it's just a fun adventure but it's about these characters and how you want to spend time with them. But it's like, then they got rid of all the characters and the idea of this, the world's even being fun. Like again, the little cold opening was always kind of a silly thing of here's an idea. We're not going to be able to show you it for budgetary reasons, but this is a crazy world. They're just about to jump out of, but the one they start with is they've got giraffe sandwiches. That's the crazy world. It's just like, so dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is unfortunate. I mean, obviously they lost a lot of budget when they moved to sci-fi. Like that was going to happen when you went to um, cable, but you have to admit, or maybe you don't have to admit, that. maybe that's the wrong phrasing, but the one thing about sliders that is kind of the advantage is it's not necessarily a Big budget show, like it's a show where the world sh- can be similar everywhere you go. It's just mm-hmm. kind of about how you play it. So you don't really need like big effects. You don't necessarily need chrome eggs. It's just you're supposed to be going to a world that's just like your own, but a little bit different. So really, the, like you could say, like you could complain, like like I'm sure there was complaints in in the making of the show. They're like, oh, I don't us enough money. We can't do anything. It's just like, I guess, but like your show's not really built around like big effects.
0: No, you're right. Where where it's interesting is they come to a world it you know they want it to be home and it's almost there but something's off that just isn't right and they just can't stay there and there's a a thing to fix because of that like whatever it may be but you're right it's like you guys use your imagination there's a million ways you can get around budget problems as opposed to just
1: like whatever this was like this is just a bad bad episode of tv yeah, like if you cut SeQuest's budget to sci-fi levels, you're gonna have a problem like that you're gonna have a real problem mm-hmm. telling that story. But it just doesn't feel like that's a C- that's not necessarily a slider's problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you.
1: Anyway, I just thought I'd give that last note that like I, as we, as you've noted, it was like a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but it was a cliffhanger for no reason. like uh, it's not like they were like thought they might get a second season th- or sixth season. They knew it was over and still the showrunner was like, no let's not give any closure to anyone
0: <laughs> yeah they should have spent those two years trying to butter up the original cast to come back for the very end that's what they should have done
1: well did not did not work I did, did hear, work. I did hear something about uh when in my readings it, apparently when they moved to sci-fi um, what's his name Tracy Trome the original creator mm. apparently they like courted him to bring him back because he they thought he might be able to keep maybe it was at the end of season four they thought he they he, him coming back might be able to keep uh, Jerry Jerry O'Connell in the mix. Um, so they they sort of brought him back with the idea of like mm. uh, we're bringing back the original creator. It might get a bit better. He's going to come back, but they'd already signed like a two year contract with uh, Peckinpah, mm. and they were they were like, well, we're not can't like we've already paid all this money, so we're not dropping him. And Trame did not want to work with him, obviously. And they're like, well, fire him or I'm not staying. And they're like, well, we already paid him the money, so I guess you're not staying. <laughs>
0: and yeah, it's just it's it's just kind of a shame. And not that this was like the most amazing show to begin with but i'll say like i think we both really liked the pilot back in the day back when we started this yeah
1: but unfortunately maybe that's where it ended
0: <laughs> yeah but maybe you're right maybe it was like it was a fun tv movie idea and the problem is it didn't have the legs for five years mixed with all I the think problems we never
1: had a showrunner who knew how to like activate it like it just at no point in the run did it feel like it, anyone working on it really knew what to do with it yeah maybe that's true because I mean, if you think back to the first season, like those episodes also weren't very good.
0: No, they weren't. But they had something. I don't know. Maybe there was like a, a an element of charm to them that is just is just
1: faded over time. I mean, definitely by the end, any charm on the show has been stripped away. I mean, And I will give it this. Like, the early seasons, at least, like, they're like, what if women ran the world and, like, men had to stand up to them and we don't learn anything from it? But, like, that was its bigger problem was, like, they had an idea. They just didn't know how to execute it. Whereas in the late episodes, like, they don't even have an idea. They're like, I don't know. Stuff happens next episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that is what it is, especially this last season, uh, season five. It's just stuff happens. And even, like, the fight scenes just seem like afterthoughts. Like, they're like someone's going... Hey guys, at about thirty-five minutes, you better have people fight because there's like two scenes where they just like an action scene. I'm like, was this needed? It's it's just it sounds like like people are drifting off, drifting
1: off. Get a fight scene. Well, Jordan, what do you want to rate the seer?
0: Um, it's not the worst episode of the show we've seen. Uh, but it's not good. Um, I didn't enjoy watching it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two out of ten.
1: Two out of ten. Yeah. I think that's a fair rating i think a two out of ten it's not the worst episode we've seen of sliders it's not it's far from the best episode i, I will yeah. also go two out of ten
0: yeah that's I, that felt about right because i was like do i give it a three to ten i'm like that nah, is not a three this episode's not good enough for a three
1: i was thinking maybe a 2.5 but i'm like uh ah, two is probably fine like what, what yeah. am i giving it a point five for
0: well, what's our final rating overall for the show
1: let me punch into the computer continue drag computer here and i'm going to find out what our final series averages for for sliders all right jordan you ready for the overall series average for sliders
0: Mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess 4.1
1: close it is 3.99 Ooh, that's got to be one of our lower ones huh i mean definitely wasn't the, one of the better things we've watched um and i know you asked for this so i've had the computer draw this up for you too this was off Mm -hmm. off uh, off air but you kind of wanted to know what the difference was between the fox average rating and the sci-fi average rating that's right so uh if we look at it just in terms of like everything up to the end of season three basically when it was still on fox uh the of the episodes we watched it had a rating of 4.85
0: and and what did it have for uh for the sci-fi years
1: and to be fair, we didn't watch a lot of Sci-Fi Years. I think we watched right. a total of five episodes. But the Sci-Fi Years series average is two point one. Yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, that's about
1: right. Yeah, it seems it seems about right. I mean, I don't know if uh, if it had stayed on Fox, if it wouldn't have kept sliding anyway. But uh, yeah, it's uh, those those Sci-Fi Years did not uh, did not go well. Yeah, they were really rough, and
0: I, you feel bad for even some of the actors, like this guy uh, Robert. Lloyd I guess his name was who played Quinn Mallory it's like I don't know anything about him he doesn't seem like a particularly strong actor but they're not doing him any favors
1: yeah I mean no one's being granted any favors with the kind of writing that was happening on this show like at least in some of the early sci-fi network things, like, we, you know, you didn't love it, but I liked when we saw that repertory theater and, like, at least the art department had put uh, the names of movies with alternate castings that, like, were rumored, right? Mm. I mean, as you said, by the end of this, like, 18th episode of season five, they they don't have ink in their printers anymore.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah, everything just looks bad. And you just, it, it feels like no one involved cares at all. And maybe that's unfair. Maybe there were people that, we're giving it their all but it just it really doesn't feel like it's translating at all
1: yeah it is too bad well jordan that wraps it up for sliders
0: unless as you're gonna say unless people are gonna force us to watch more episodes
1: that's right there's bonus episodes for charity which is something we've discussed quite a bit this year but concept is very simple we jump out of series all the time, whether it be the Escape Pod or we're doing a best of, and we miss a bunch of episodes just because uh, you know it's hard. We can't watch all these things, especially when they're bad. We need to, we need our sanity to be saved, but. For a donation to charity we'll go back and watch an episode of your choosing that we've missed from a series we've covered uh, you can find a list of approved charities as selected by our previous guests on our website continuumdrag.podbean.com is the address there or on social media there's a link in the bio you can follow to see all this information too you make a donation to one of those charities, we'll go back and watch an episode of your choosing. You'll get a nice bonus episode in the feed. It's a it's a fun way to get another uh, another round of us talking about a show uh, like Sliders, like First Wave, like all kinds of things we've watched, and uh, it's a good way to give to charity. So give it a thought. Maybe it's something you might enjoy.
0: And I wouldn't mind watching one of the early seasons of Sliders again. But if I have to watch one of these season
1: five episodes, I'll be pretty irritated. (laughs) Don't give them ideas, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Um, But in the meantime if you have any questions about uh, our coverage of sliders about bonus episodes for charity you can email us at at drag at gmail.com and of course on instagram twitter and facebook we're gonna have clips from these episodes of sliders these episodes these single episode of sliders we'll have all the clips you can stand from the final episode of sliders
0: yeah it, it just should be all just scenes of the mom walking around kind of confused as who are these people why am i in
1: this episode <laughs> i guess you're like my son i'm really (laughs) struggling to find my motivation for this scene yeah why did they bring me back you can find all of that at the at the handle at continuum drag there we go i figured it out um that'll all be available for you online um but that wraps it up we're done with sliders and now we can move on to other things so listener thank you for joining us and jordan i will see you next week see you then Continuum Drag is recorded in Toronto, Ontario and Seoul, South Korea. Theme music by James Rick Siedler. Produced by Jordan Dalek and Luke Black. Special thanks to Aaron Eunes.